it's your boy, Red Reggie, with an all caps, RED ALERT. If you're not all caps, you must be lowercase. Red Reggie has just been handed an emergency message straight from the Galactic Council. It seems as though your downstairs situation, yes, your specific downstairs situation, has been officially declared a void-wide state of emergency. Red Reggie will spare you all the gory details, but I'm seeing words in this memo like gratuitous, matted, genuinely and profoundly upsetting? Be the hero the Void desperately needs and get yourself Manscaped. Pretend the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 is your very own Void Battlecruiser, sawing through the thick, endless darkness of the howling Void that is your bush, you sick freak. Why, you can be just like my new co-host, Captain Orion Starcross. Thanks, Hotshot. Hey, Voidfarer. You know, I may be a 3D, holographic, interactive likeness of a licensed multimedia property, controlled and produced by a guided AI system, but I understand the concept of body hair. When I boldly venture into that great unknown, distractions get people killed. Stay smooth. Stay ready. Plus, when Red Reggie uses the manscaped beard hedger to trim his stubble, your mother complains a lot less about the friction burn on her thighs. Yep, the only thing Red Reggie does give a fuck about is your specific mother's pleasure. Right now, listeners to the All Caps Bulletin like you can get 20% off at manscaped.com, plus free shipping with promo code ORION. That's O-R-I-O-N at manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping. It's all caps, baby. Welcome to The Pod Has Been Cast, Book 2, Fall of the Void. Greetings, travelers from galaxies beyond. This is The Pod Has Been Cast, a sci-fi Dungeons and Dragons space epic. Who's playing with me today? My name's Robert Leahy. You see him pronouns. I play Xandar Radnax, who also uses he him pronouns. Hey y'all, my name's Bianca Phipps. I use they them pronouns. And I'm playing Hart, who also uses they them pronouns. And my name is Carlos Olmedo. I use he him pronouns. And I play Rain Hallwinter, who uses she her pronouns. And I'm Jules, I'll be your void master this evening, and I use they-them pronouns. Now, while I convince these kids to help me paint a fence, why don't the rest of you check out what happened? It's, you know, Tom Sawyer, I don't know, I thought we'd do like a little It could be cool, guys. I don't know if it's a good, I don't know if I even read that book, actually. Really? I think there's some slave shit in it. I usually am like, ah, sure. skip it. Where's <laughs> 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 the river? Show me the river. And, uh, please. Uh, I want to see some boat action. Yeah, yeah, uh, Well, we figured this all out. <laughs> Why don't you guys figure out what happened last time? Last time on The Pod Has Been Cast. The Zodiac Gate we entered spit us out in a battle between Hal and the Renegade Fleet. We barely got our void legs back beneath us before immediately engaging with enemy ships. With Red Reg running the bridge, Tanya on comms, Rain down in engineering, Hart at the guns, and yours truly at the helm, we fell in league with the orcs to quash the zealous ambition of our human supremacist mutual enemies. 
After a surprise appearance from the ancient and powerful Void Dragon, we beat back the wave of fascists and docked with the fleet, where we ran into two old friends, number one being Birdie, pardon me, Hawk, that is, and number two being Rain's old nemesis Artemis, who it would seem is in control of not just the dragon, but a nearly functional annihilation cannon as well. That's a lot of firepower, and we're here to make sure it's on our side. So there you are in the renegade station. Artemis sort of hops down from the scaffolding down to your level and uh, walks over mm, confidently towards you and sort of holds out a hand to you, Rain. I look Artemis in the eyes and I, uh, I'm assuming when you say hold the hand out, it's like for a handshake? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I go for a handshake. A roll of dexterity saving throw. She gonna do the like psych <laughs> bullshit. Nail. Uh, you said dexterity save. Mm-hmm. That was a uh, fifteen. Uh, she does do the psych, and she runs uh, oh. a hand through her hair. You see, she has like sort of long, um, purplish black hair that like kind of is parted on one side. Uh, the sides of her head are shaved, and on uh, uh, one part of her skull, you see there's like a metal patch almost, that looks like it's been, like, kind of surgically put in. Um, and she sort of laughs and says, I'm sorry, I just couldn't help myself. I mean, it's probably the oldest trick in the book, but, you know, it was still kind of cool. Thanks. I elbow rain. (laughs) Uh, hey, uh, niceties aside, we, we have some, we're here for some official business, and, uh, it looks like your ship took a little bit of a hit back there. Do you mind if I have I mean, a barely. couple of my guys take a look at it? Make sure you guys are all I mean, patched sure. up. It's just just a little scratched, but if they're willing to work for free, then I guess why not? Oh, really? Your fuel lines didn't take a hit? Mm, you know, what's what's a few fuel lines, you know? Well, you're going to want that solved just in case it happens again. Sure, yeah. Yeah, it'll be nice to, you know... Well, great, then it's decided. Um, you see she, like, pulls out a communicator. Uh, why don't we give them a full patch-up and um, see if we can throw in any bonuses. Yeah, um, that sounds really nice. Thanks. Thank you for letting me borrow your um, birdie. He's been very helpful. I'm very... I, I say, uh, it's Hawk, all right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. You see, um, uh, Hawk sort of like blushes and like looks down. Thank you for taking care of him. Oh, uh-huh. we're glad to see that he's been in capable hands. He's been invaluable to my operations. Yeah, he's really talented. He's uh, he was a very important part of our team too, and I'm I'm happy that he was able to help you out. Well, this is nice. I don't know why we haven't done this sooner. We well, were we, asleep. We were asleep for four years. Right. How did you manage that? Well, let's just say let's just say that uh, we were we were stuck in circumstances that were out of our control, and I feel like as we've woken up, we still might be stuck in similar circumstances. You know, Rain, I remember you being a little bit more fun. Hmm. You didn't see anything cool on the other side. Uh, I gotta be honest, I. We have a lot of important shit that we need to take care of. Um, and since the last time you've seen me, I, I've I've changed quite a bit. So I'd like to just 
try to finish what we came here to take care of and and move on, if you wouldn't mind. Well, don't let me hold you up. Uh, how can the Renegade fleet be of assistance? Well, um, on behalf of all of us, uh, mm-hmm. and I'll, like, clear my throat a little bit, and in Orcish, I'll say, uh, Hail Grumsh, uh, the tribe is as strong as we believe it to be. Oh, wow. Okay, look, it's just me here, so, um, please don't do that around the rest of them. They're gonna absolutely hate that. Oh, all right. Okay. Uh, Your heart's in the right place. You're, um, I remember I, um, shot you. Well, my drones did that one time, right? Yes. Well, I'm glad you made a full recovery. Yep, uh, me too. That was, <laughs> that was foolish. I've, I've gotten a little wiser with experience since then. Oh, being wise is overrated. And, uh, of course, no hard feelings. We're here uh-huh. to bury hatchets. Oh, I wasn't holding a grudge. You've never done anything to me. I was I was more saying on on my part expressing to you that I don't hold it against you that uh, you nearly killed me. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. I did warn you all several times. But yes, um I'm glad. Thank you. Thank you for your forgiveness. Um God, you're all so funny. I love this. Ah, and you know Aos. I love that. Yeah, yeah, Rain, isn't that right? We are good friends with Aos. Yeah, Aos wanted me to tell you uh, that she's doing okay. I'm really glad to hear that. If she mm-hmm. had taken my invitation, she could have told me to my face. Well, she's doing a lot of really great work out there, um, trying to spread the word uh, regarding, um, well, pretty much everything that's going on. We're all doing our best in our own way, aren't we? Yeah. She had a lot of really nice things to say about you. Uh, I think she really cares. It was actually her idea to have us come here and talk to you and vouch for you and ask for your help. My help? Well, yeah, I don't know exactly what you're uh, planning to aim that thing at, and I'll point at the massive under construction <laughs> cannon. <laughs> The, oh, the elephant in the room. Right, my cannon, yeah. Oh, no worries. Um, nothing important. I'm just going to blow up that gate over there. What for? Well, to stop anything from coming through it. And leaving. Leaving? Oh, you... well, no one really knows how to get through that gate, so I guess it wouldn't hinder anyone. Unless you know something I don't. Negative. I am unsure what I don't know. <laughs> You're fun. So, thank you. Is your intention to isolate yourselves? No, no, no. You see, um, she sort of pulls up a screen, and you see the final gate, this um, Zodean uh, gate that has never been activated, that leads to parts of the universe unknown. Um, she pulls it up, and she kind of like zooms in. You see, there are runes here. They're old, and most of them have kind of been falling apart. Uh, But, just like any other Zodiac Gate, if you have the corresponding runes, you can activate them and use them to travel across space and time to different locations. Now, this one has never found its counterparts, the runes it activated. So, it's just sat here in the middle of nowhere, unable to be of use to anyone. But I have a theory that it was used before. 
by friends of, um, well, not friends, but uh, actually former enemies of yours, Mr. Radnax. Is that so? I believe the Illithid used this gate to make their escape from the Faerun galaxy. Huh. You know, I assumed they were all but wiped out at this point. Nobody actually wiped them out. They retreated. Which means they're still out there somewhere. Who knows? Gathering force? Biding their time? I shut down this gate. They can't come back through it. See? Not hurting anyone. Huh? It's a mighty bright idea. Say, speaking of old friends, uh... How come the only times we've ever seen you, we've also seen that, uh... Massive, super cool dragon, and I'll kind of look around at everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Blue? <laughs> Blue's an old friend. Um, and you see, like, a door to, um, on the, like, kind of far side of this room. It's a pretty massive circular room you're in, um, that kind of houses the control center for the cannon and likely the rest of the space station as well. Um, you see a door slides open, and, um, Cassiopeia comes through. <gasps> Um, yes! Laughing, uh, which is something that you have not heard much. Uh, no. And as she walks uh, in, she's kind of like looking at something on her shoulder. You see like kind of like sitting on her shoulder is a small blue, purple, cosmic looking dragon about the size of a house cat. And she sort of has um, her finger up at it, like kind of like rubbing under its chin and it's kind of making like a little purring noise. And as um, she kind of noticed that you're all in this room, she like sort of stops and like gets very rigid. And um, she's like, oh, hey. Captain. Captain. (laughs) I want to take my my captain's insignia and and hold it out to Cassiopeia. I'm holding this for you. (laughs) You're acting like it's been burned in a hole in you. Well, you're my captain. You're a captain now. I'm not going to take your command. I heard you've been doing good. Thanks. It's it's hit or miss. Uh, Hey, I suppose that makes you our crew's grand captain. Oh, I don't know if I like that. But thanks. (laughs) Um, And thanks for picking me up. I've been here for quite some time, but uh, it's been interesting. Apologies in our delay. No. No, not at all. I know there's a lot going on out there. I can't wait to hear about what you've learned. (laughs) I can't wait to share it with you. Uh, She looks like a little strange as she says that. And (laughs) Artemis says, oh, should I go? I could go. Negative, unless you would like to. Oh, no, I could let you all catch up. Here, I'll just be up here um, working and um, you just let me know if you need anything. Um, she sort of whistles, and um, the dragon kind of flies off of uh, Cassiopeia's shoulder and, like, uh, kind of hops on to Artemis's back as she climbs back up the scaffolding. And you see it kind of f- merges into her back. And um, she, uh, after this happens, she kind of f- jumps up the rest of the scaffolding up towards the ceiling. Cool. Oh, <laughs> Um, I'll sort of like lean in mm. closer to Captain and 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 ask quietly, um, is Cassandra Cross still with you? Uh, that did not go the way I wanted it to, no. When we went to 
showdown with the pleasure company, uh, she betrayed me. Again. I guess by now I should be used to it. That's horrible. Well, she's off somewhere now. I'm sure she'll screw somebody else over. Are you unharmed? I got bruised up a little bit, but Artemis and her people have been taking care of me. In exchange for... Oh, she sort of looks over towards the cannon. I didn't really have a way to keep it from them. Sorry. Nothing to apologize for. You were in dire straits. Well... Do you believe her? Believe Artemis? I don't know. She's... Kind of amazing, but... Between that dragon and this cannon... She's carrying probably the most amount of power in the void right now. Right. And she could kind of do whatever she wants with it. Yeah, we that's the thing. We could use that power. We could use that power. What I'm nervous about is that, like, what is she going to do after she destroys the gate? Like, she has all this power. She could just keep it and use it for whatever she wants. Yeah, you've got to have some ideas, and this is kind of your life's work, right? Some idea of the lore surrounding destroying a gate. This is... Uh, who are you talking to? To to Cass. I haven't. I've been studying that the dragon, not the gates. I don't really know too much about them. They're old. Ah, uh, but the dragon. It's been amazing. It's weird. It's not like I thought it would be. Uh, did you see out there during the fight how it was like flying around? Um, Destroying ships? Affirmative. Mm -hmm. That was me. Artemis let me drive it. I like... It is... A ship? Yeah, Art. It's a ship. Whoa. That is amazing. I was able to glean some information about it, but only briefly. It's alive, but it's also not in a way. It's synthetic, but it's also you can tell it has feelings and emotions. I mean, not that you know, that's odd, but I just like looking at it. I don't know. I didn't know what to expect, uh, but it seems to be able to fuse with things, and it's crazy powerful. Yeah, we could see that. I can imagine. I wonder what else it can fuse with. I don't know. I don't even know how she got something like that under her control. She's pretty tight-lipped about it, honestly. But I... You don't believe she created it? No. No. It feels... like... something not of this world. I've never seen anything like that before. Thesis seemed to recognize it. Thesis? The... Oh. Oh. Okay. Well... He would know, but... I suppose. Beyond that, I'm unsure. It's fascinating, and it helped us a lot. Um, from above, you hear um, Artemis call down. Do you all want food, or... I, I also have a gift for you, I but that can wait. If you need to sort of recuperate, let me know. Do you have any pizza? Pizza. Um, I'm sure we can scrounge something up. I all do right. not need to eat, but... I sort of uh, defer to my organic friends. 
stomach goes. <laughs> I think we would love to break bread with you. Yeah. All right, cool. I'll get it set up. Um, you see she goes back onto her communicator as she continues to work on the ceiling. Can I, um, I am, I'm, I'm having vague memories, both Hart and Bianca are having like vague memories of like watching Artemis on when we first met her. Mm-hmm. Um, she was, it reminded me when she jumped up the scaffolding with the dragon. Is that something that we've seen her do before? Like, I, I, I don't know if I'm, if I'm remembering correctly. I think you're thinking of my sick jump. Yeah, they Maybe. Have. <laughs> <laughs> that was more Alexander's sick jump. No, you haven't That's really seen what it. I'm thinking of. You do remember that as um, she like sort of, well, give me a history check. It's been a while and you've been in cryo sleep for some time. So, oh. oh, you can all roll this Yatsy. if you're interested. Okay. Ooh, I am interested. 22. Eight. Ten. Okay. Uh, 22. That's uh, Rain? Mm-hmm. You remember, like, sort of as she stole those um, those memories from Hestia, she sort of got, like, kind of taken out of that room by these tentacles that yes, stretched down from right. the ceiling. And now that you're thinking about it, you're wondering if the dragon was in that room with you all along. Yeah, that's right. Wow. That's right. Um, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Um, I go to Cass and I say, Cass, how does it feel to finally do it? To finally find the dragon? I'll be honest, I, I don't know. I kind of like, now what? Well, you know, the the fate of the Void is on the line right now, so... Oh, yeah, there's just that, yeah, I suppose. There's also that. (laughs) Speaking of which, Artemis is obviously very intelligent. She must have some idea of Antithesis's uh, power and the implication of it. Does it seem like she's concerned at all? No. The Renegade Fleet, they don't use AI. I think they're of the opinion letting this run it run its course and they'll pick up the scraps of whatever's left. They don't really seem too interested in it. Even with Hal what, even with Hal actively attacking them? Well, that they brought on themselves. Um when I went to pick up the or steal the uh orb, the sphere, uh Hal was there to intercept me. Uh we were duking it out. Uh, between the three of us, Pleasure Company, Hal, and myself, and at the time, Cass, when Artemis and her folks swooped in. Hal came back to try to take it back, I assume, but they got more of a fight than they bargained for. They might be back, but as long as they got that dragon and this cannon, I think they can handle themselves. Anyway, let's get to the mess. Uh, If you want to ask her more questions, um, she left the sound of her own voice. Um, and you guys head deeper into the station. Um, they sort of set you up in a room. You see more orcs, like, sort of, like, you know, walking around doing work. But you also see other t- sorts of people. It seems like kind of a home for misfits, almost. Mm-hmm. Just, like, kind of weird folks that you've, like, even some creatures that you've never even seen before are kind of working about the ship. Um, nobody really seems to pay you too much mind. Um, you find yourselves in a pretty standard-sized cafeteria. Um, they have some pizzas and also like assortments of like other food that they kind of lay out for you. 
Um, you see uh, Artemis kind of travels around with two other, like, sort of large orcs, seem to be kind of like her bodyguards in a way, uh, but she doesn't really act like she needs that sort of thing. Um, she sits down at the head of the table as you all are there digging in. Uh, we'll say your full crew is here, plus um, Hawk and um, Artemis and Cassiopeia. Dig in. Artemis, we've come, I suppose, to appeal to your uh, moral compass, I suppose. Uh, not saying we're on anybody's side, but the fate of the void's kind of in jeopardy, and, well, Hal is making it awful difficult on the rest of us. But you're not on anybody's side. I suppose... We aren't particularly aligned with the council any longer. They've been making some uh, less than favorable alliances lately. Well, the council always work in favor of the elves. I think the thing that we're most concerned about is life on the void as we know it. Hmm. Say more. We're afraid that if Hal were to continue in their present course that you, me, and all of the people that we care about uh, will be lost. And um, we're just trying our best to stop it. Whoever we need to side with along the way, we'll do it as long as we make sure that we can keep as many people alive as possible. So you want an alliance with the Renegade fleet? And you don't care what the council has to say about that? Whatever keeps the most people alive. I don't know if all of these orcs would be too willing to help out a void that tried to extinguish their ancestors. There's a an endless cycle of revenge and hatred throughout the void. And unfortunately, probably as a as a result of revenge, um, the orcs find themselves angry and frightened and sad because of those actions. But I think at the end of the day, if we just stop focusing on revenge and we focus on life and we focus on taking care of the void, we can take that extra time that we have to figure out diplomatically solutions to these problems. I think creating giant cannons that just destroy life is just going to create another person that's going to find it, the formula and the cannon and put it together again just to destroy other lives and it's just going to go back and forth and back and forth. Uh, roll persuasion. I'm so bad at these. <laughs> <laughs> but the speech was beautiful. <laughs> it was a great speech. <laughs> I got a 13. Okay. Um, hmm. She says, well, sorry, if you want my help, saying you don't want my giant cannon? Wouldn't that help you solve your problems? We could, um, wipe out Homeworld. I don't think it's about wiping out anything. It's more about restoring balance and returning thesis and antithesis to a place where one is not overtaking the other. So instead of pointing and clicking and solving the problem, I should send all of my fleet into battle where they can die? Is that a better solution for you, Heart? Negative. That is not what we're suggesting. 
So how can I help? Well, small steps. How would you like to help? (laughs) Well, I've already gotten you something as a sort of peace offering, which I guess I didn't need because you all came extremely peacefully. Do you want to see it? Affirmative. Uh Sure. Feel free to grab your food with you. Um, She uh, sort of stands. Um, You see the uh, void dragon sort of like slips off her lap and kind of like plops down to the floor. And um, she uh, sort of says, go on, do what you have to do. And it sort of flies out of the room as she takes you away. I watch it go. I'm very curious about what it can do, but I will follow Mm -hmm. Artemis. Mm -hmm. Can I take this opportunity as we're transitioning into Artemis presenting us this gift to to, to kind of roll an insight check here? I mean, we've come sort of chest bared, Mm -hmm. assuming the trust here, but for some reason, her nonchalance is like giving me the willies. Fair, yeah, yeah, go for it. Sure. <laughs> okay. Uh, ooh, I did get a 25, so nice. can't keep nice. any secrets from me. Oh, shit, okay, I'm going to forge you all my notes. Um, <laughs> sick. Mm-hmm. Sick, Here's sick, the end sick, of the campaign. Sick. Yeah, I mean, it's not really an act. She is nonchalant. Um, and I think with that insight check, maybe even dangerously so. Uh, but from her perspective, she sort of has this figured out, and she has the game under control. Um, She doesn't really see the antithesis thing as her problem. And while she's like maybe open to talking to you about like how to help, she's not really in a position where she feels any need to risk her people to do it. Um, So she might need a better reason. Um, Is there anything else maybe that you're looking for? No, I suppose that was about it. Just kind of understanding, like, if she is so calm and collected and sure of herself, whether or not I believe that the solutions that she's landed on are, you know, positive, but, you know, if if she... I'm just trying to get at kind of, like, where our bargaining chips even are at this point, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, she, she seems like... like She's behaving like someone that has everything that they've ever wanted. I think yeah. with that high of a check, though, you notice that there are a couple of other orcs in this room. Her retinue and then also a few other ones that are just sort of having their lunch, minding their own business. You notice, like, glances around the room as she talks. I think you can tell Xandar, especially being a captain yourself, that she maybe does not have the heart of her crew, though she does have all of the things that she once. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, whether or not it's right, she's, she seems to believe it, so... And, it, and they're probably only allegiant to her through, you know, her show of force. I'm which just, is no way to lead. Well, okay. Um, she takes you down deeper into the station. Um... There are no void forged here, are there? Roll perception check. Sixteen. They all take off their orc costumes. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> yeah, Hart, you see quite possibly the smallest void forged you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Actually, 
bitty one. Yeah, a wee bitty one. And as like like you're sort of cleaning this room, you know, she sort of um, dismissed the uh, void dragon that kind of ran through an open door. And uh, Hart, you notice this as you're still kind of interested in this creature a lot. As it kind of rounds the corner, it jumps into the arms of like a very like small void forged that kind of like sits down on the ground with it, like kind of giggling and like like kind of cradling it in its arms, almost like one would a puppy. Does it, do I get the sense that it's like a young Voidforged? It or? kind of seems like a young Voidforged. I don't think I've ever seen a young Voidforged before. And I, I think it's just a very, like a very strange moment of, I, I don't, I think, I think if anything, it makes Heart trust Artemis a little more. Mm. Um, and also, like that—that—that that it, that it is here. Does it notice me at all? Um, you know, you know, there's 16. So if if you if you want it to, it can. Um, I do wave. Oh yeah, it sort of looks up. It looks kind of startled at first to see you, and then it kind of like tentatively waves. Um, that's that's all I'll I'll do for now because we're we're leaving. I assume like this is like all sort of like happening in in. Passing. Yeah, yeah. Um. But I will lean over to Rain in Xandar and say, if we are going to try to have me cross the threshold of my software, I would like to do it here. All right. Yeah. I mean, that's always up to you. I think... Um, yeah, as soon as we find a place that's safe to do so. Affirmative. Um, I'm going to roll a check, too. Fuck you guys. Aww. You know what? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> you all kind of pile into like a, a freight elevator that seems to be taking you down deep into this station. Um, Artemis is sort of leaning towards the back and kind of like whispers over to you, Hart. I see you, uh, Saudal. That is their name? Uh, that's what they call themselves, yeah. Blue is and obsessed with them. They built a little um, horde. Like a dragon sword of like screws and wrenches and that sort of thing. It's actually really fucking annoying sometimes you can't find shit. But you know. They're sweet. It's yes, it is. I a piece of me recognize the dragon on the battlefield. I wonder if it's a similar connection. Hmm. Who knows? How long have you known Blue? Mm-hmm. Most of my young adult life, we met when I was just a teenager. Just happenstance. We bonded instantly. Got How did you win their favor? Well, if I had to guess, it was my winning personality. Can't I mean, argue with that. <laughs> you gotta admit, I'm hard to resist. I see why Eos is fond of you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why Blue chose me, but it was the luckiest day of my life. I rolled my eyes really hard. I understand the feeling. Uh, it's nice to be chosen. That it is. Um, the elevator sort of grinds to a halt, and um, she kind of like steps forward to like open up the gate, and she's like, "This is our brig." Um, she throws the gate open, and I caught something that I think you all are going to like. 
And um, as she walks in, she like kind of turns on, on the lights in this bright room. And you see uh, most of these cells are unoccupied, but one cell is occupied. <laughs> you see... <laughs> All right, go on. You see sort of sitting in the back corner of the cell, wrapped in a, a threadbare-looking blanket, um, Dr. Lovehand. <gasps> what the fuck? Surprise. What do you think? Where did you find her? On the battlefield. So, I mean, what's... What's the plan? Were you just waiting for us to show up? Well, I was going to use it as a bargaining chip in case Hal came after me, but they seem to do that anyway, regardless. Uh, so now she's not of much use to me at all. I was going to toss her out the airlock, but then you all showed up, and I thought, maybe you were. Well, that definitely, definitely is very helpful. I, def- I don't See, I'm already helping. Yes, you're helping. You're helping. You're doing great. Um, this is really useful. Um... So thank you for that. Um, we don't have any plans to launch her out of an airlock or anything like that, but... Well, if you want to, say the word. <clears throat> uh, probably not. It probably won't happen, but um, maybe at some point, I kind of look to- towards the gang, I say, maybe at some point we might be able to ask some questions and figure out some more answers from Dr. Lovehand. Well, please, take your time. I'm going to take my crew up. Um, you do whatever you need to do. Uh, she's unarmed, and, uh, yeah. I'll be back up if you uh, need anything. Feel free to explore the ship. Uh, she kind of heads off with, uh, her, like, guard. Um, you see Hawk sort of turns. Uh, <coughs> do you want me to stay here, or... Uh, sorry, I mean, I'm going to go, uh, do some work. Um, he, like, starts to walk away. Uh, hey, Hawk. What? Work, work can wait. We've been waiting a long, long time to hang out with you, so if you wouldn't mind sticking around. Oh. Oh, sure, yeah. Oh. Is Donnie still with us? Uh, yeah. Can I roll an inside check on that? Yeah. The vibe? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) The vibe. Roll on vibe. Vibe check. Uh, seven. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> what does it mean? That was inside, I assume? Yeah. Uh, with a seven, it's really nice to have your two boys back together again. It is. Uh, they're very it quiet, is. but you assume that's because all of, there's been a lot of conversation and they're just absorbing information. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what, yeah. Rain, uh, I think maybe it might be best if Birdie... Uh, you know, kind of show Donnie around the ship a bit. Maybe get some insight into the cannon and make sure everyone on the crew is being attended to. Yeah, Donnie, I I think that Xandar brings up a really good point. You see, we're going to be pretty busy um, talking to Dr. Lovehand, so we're definitely going to need you to go on that very special tour. Um, one of your role persuasion with advantage. Okay. <laughs> Nose goes. <laughs> Not me. Uh, that is a... Come on, Xander. Make me sound pretty. Uh, that is a 12. Okay. Ooh. He's going to roll against you. Oh, with advantage. Sorry. That's a 23. Okay. Nice. Nice. I was reading it as <laughs> Yeah. That was with my hand. 
Um, <laughs> he's gonna take a deep breath. He's gonna say, "Yes, Captain," and sort of um, turn to uh, Birdie and sort of indicate, "Like, I'll follow you." Birdie sort of grunts, and they both like head towards the elevator. They're both standing on like opposite sides of this big elevator as mm-hmm. the gate closes and it goes up. Not to undercut your suggestion, Rain, but there'll be time for us to catch up later. I think this is yeah. a little more important. Yeah, I'm actually happy that that's going down, so I have no problems with that. Uh, you see uh, Tanya sort of take out a, a device and sort of turn it on. I'll record just in case. Yeah, we can get any sound bites we can use. That's Thanks, probably Dur- for the best. Yeah. Ryan, yeah. What? what? Nothing. <laughs> okay. When was the last time we saw Dr. Lovehand? Uh, probably before your nap. <laughs> right before, yeah, right before we went yeah. under. Because we didn't, she wasn't there at, I mean, obviously I guess she wasn't at Dungeon 1. You, nobody can see this, but I'm flipping through my yeah. notes. yeah. At that point, she was a judge or a representative of the confluence, right? Yeah, yeah. and when we were in when we were in the, the the garden that antithesis made for us, she got arrested with Ezekiel. Yeah, yeah. That was part of it. That's right. Which, um, makes me wonder what antithesis knows about her involvement. Yeah, it is, it is It is bizarre that Antithesis would show us that as if he were trying to pit us against her in some way. Like, identify her right. as an enemy on equal standing as Ezekiel. Right. Doesn't um, that seem kind of backhanded? Yeah, I mean, but 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 also, like, backhanded in, in the sense that, like, it, he thought that was what we wanted. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So, I am going to wheelie over to the cell. Um, yeah. Uh, Dr. Lovehand is, like, sort of, like, turned a little bit away. Um, she kind of turns towards you. Uh, roll a quick perception check hard as you wheelie up. Uh, 18. It's weird. If anything, she looks even, like, a little younger than the last time you saw her. Uh, Which is definitely weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she sort of gives you, like, a smile. And um, just like kind of shrugs, uh, still like tightly wrapped in this blanket. And um, she says, um, All right, it's been a while. Affirmative. Where have you been? I've been working with Z, um, mostly getting things underway for. Which things? Well, Z tasked me with tracking down the sphere. Um, so I was leading that initiative. Um, I also led the initiative for the uh, original occupation of Bisteria, of course. I had other people actually follow through. I was monitoring that situation from afar. And then um, I was also doing regular check-ins with um, Mr. Wainwright on his um, operations on Dungeon. I've been busy, but you know, multitasking is something of a skill of mine. You look younger. (laughs) Aren't you really are too kind? Why? I suppose 
hydration, good skincare routine, eight hours of sleep a night. Please do not lie to me. <laughs> I have my ways, heart. You know I've lived for quite some time. I'm sure if you've pieced that together by now. Affirmative. I'm curious as to how. I don't see why the how matters. If it doesn't matter, can you share it with me anyway? Uh, she sort of like stands, like keeping herself kind of wrapped up. She sort of like shuffles over closer to the door, uh, to the, um, you're sort of like looking through. It's like one of those like Marvel Cinematic Universe prisons where it's just like a glass yeah. pane. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's prison. like a sci-fi yeah. prison sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. 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 She sort of gets up close to it and kind of like leans towards you and she's like, well, the truth is I have something of an expert in the field. Um, bio-replacement, um, integrating of cybernetic materials, uh, research that Hestia started, but I completed, and then some. So why wouldn't I take advantage of myself? What do you think will happen next? To me? Negative. In the war. Oh, well, I know exactly what happens next. It's all been calculated. We've extrapolated the data. We know exactly every move that may happen, and we've prepared for all eventualities. The only wrench in our equations has always been you three. Behaving in a way that is a little more difficult to predict, but not impossible. Rain and I in the background give like a really um, inconspicuous fist bump to each other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please celebrate. Though remember, not impossible. So well, the technology that you use or that Hestia passed on to you to stay young, is it in the field of... Uh, mechanics, or is it in the field of the work that my father is working on? That's an interesting question. Uh, cloning does have its advantages, but I'm not interested in copying myself forever. I want to be alive for as long as I can. Uh, so, mechanics, sure, but beyond that, I'm talking about creating life. You talk about creating life, but a life that Hal envisions completely contradicts that, don't you think? How so? Well, if you if you calculate the type of life that Hal is striving for, and then you calculate past that, you think about how the how many improvements they can make on life as we know it. It gets way more mechanical and me mechanical. At this point, why don't you just program your consciousness into a computer and call it a day? How do you know I haven't? That's a good point. I don't. And would it really be so bad? I mean, all this time we've talked, you assumed I was just a normal person. Why treat me any different now? Sure, but I mean, what's the point of living? Progress. Yeah, but progress for what? I mean, look, every time that we go on one of these adventures, every time we do some stupid shit and we almost die and we end up surviving, 
I feel happiness. I feel, I feel what it means to be a human. And if I were able to live forever, and I stop myself and I say, I, you know, I, I don't even know why I'm explaining this to you. I feel like you've already made your mind at this point. Several times over. But it's not really about me. It's about Z. That's what it's always been about. Why? Because, unlike what Rain might think of me, I love the boy. Like he were my own. And I want to give him the world that he wants. He has not come for you. Is that part of the plan? What if it is? What if the plan was to put me in the exact position I'm currently in? What if I'm not actually a prisoner here at all? And you are instead. What? Perhaps I'm just a distraction. And as that happens, <laughs> you feel the station sort of lurch. Mm. Uh-oh. What do you think that was? This is not penetrable. The people, for the people at home, the movement I just <laughs> A very solid screen motion. <laughs> this, the screen, the screen between us, I couldn't get through, right? Um, no, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a jail screen. <laughs> it's a jail cell screen. I mean, you could try. Um, I they did not really give you the, me, me, uh, the, uh, the key to open it. Um, she just sort of let you there to question, um, Dr. Lovehand as, as you'd like. Um, you could attempt to open it through several means, um, but no, she's not I physically in front of you right now. On the record yeah. that Hart and Maeve are of one mind for a very brief moment <laughs> where the only thought in their brain is, is they see so clearly sliding their sword right through Lovehand's heart. And that kind of startles them and they, they roll backwards a little bit. Um, and I look over my shoulder at, at my friends and I look back at her. As you look back at her, she's sort of lurched forward and like put both of her hands. Well, she put her hand on the side of the glass. And as she does, you see that her, um, the, the, the blanket she sort of wrapped herself with falls to the ground. You see one of her hands is missing and she's sort of smiling really big at you, Hart, as she like sort of presses up against the glass. And she says, what was that, Hart? What did you feel just then? Anger. <sighs> you see, they can be just like us, synthetic like us, and have access to a full range of emotions. But the real skill is being able to turn them off and on. Off, she snaps, and the lights in the room go out. Uh, Whoa! <laughs> Roll for initiative. Mm -hmm. <laughs> ah! <laughs> I want to kill her. Oh my god, this is so scary. Ooh. My butt oh. is clenched. <laughs> oh. That's good. I got a twenty-one. Okay. I got a fourteen. And okay. Your girl got a twenty-six. Jesus nice. Christ. We don't have our bracelets, do we? No. Okay. I didn't plan ahead. It's okay. We didn't know. We didn't know this would happen. <clears throat> okay. The lights shut off and you hear the door to her cell open. And as you look in front of you, uh, you see Dr. Love hand dissolve. 
you see her skin, her body, her form sort of melt into a wave and you hear this like kind of buzzing as her body starts to turn into a cloud of nanites. Um, Her head still levitates above them. Um, Smiling, she says, Hestia did not give me her research. I took it and I've made it my own. Um, At the top of initiative, she's going to take a legendary action. Oh! No! Um, She is going to... You see these nanites sort of form a circle that sort of swirls, and as they swirl, they generate this fear of power amongst them that blasts out at the three of you. Uh, The first one will come to you, Heart. (laughs) Damn, this is all really cool. It sucks when I roll bad. Uh, That's a 12 to hit Heart. Um, Absolutely not. I eat the, it. The uh, no second will come to rain. Uh, that is a 24 to hit rain. Uh, I'm going to use a uh, silvery barbs, make it re-roll it, and give the advantage to uh, Xandar. That's a reaction? Yes. Okay. Nice. Dang. Uh, that is a 19 to hit rain? That hits. Okay. Um, I actually don't know. Oh, yes, I do. Okay. Um, that's going to be just uh, five points of force damage. Okay. And then a final one at Xantar. Um, and that is a oof, 26 to hit Xantar. No, it doesn't hit. Oh, shit. <laughs> JK, JK, yeah, JK. Um, and that's just four. Four points of damage to Xantar. Nice. Um, that was her legendary action that brings us to the top of initiative with Rain. Okay. Uh, is she in sight still? Um, yeah. Well, head. if you have... Um, it's dark in here now. So you might need um, something that would lend you light if you do not have dark vision. Um... But she is physically in front of me, yes. So she's in front of me, but I can't see her? Uh, she, she's absorbed by the darkness, yes. Fuck. I can't see shit. Um, I guess I will do... Now, you know her general location, so that usually is just going to mean disadvantage for what you're trying to do. Sure. The, the spell I want to use requires sight, though. I see, I see. Then you might need um, a light source. Okay, so... I can make one. If you, <laughs> when you're ready, <laughs> I, so you what know. I'm gonna do is, uh, I think I can try to make light on my own. I'm I'm going to tinker one of my uh, coins, one of my gold coins, into a source of light. Okay. With my magical tinkering. Gotcha. Yeah, that will illuminate this room. Mm-hmm. That's my action, okay. and then my uh, bonus action. I guess with my bonus action, I'm going to cast magic stone and make a three little uh, three little pebbles into magic stones. Three little pebbles. All right. Three little pebbles. Anything else for you? That's right? my turn. Okay. That's my turn. And that'll take us to Xander. Nice. Uh, mechanically speaking, does a legendary action constitute a turn? 
Uh, no, it's it's something that they take on the turn order, but it's not their turn. Okay, just confirming that they have not taken a turn yet in initiative because of my assassin abilities. Assassin? Right, yeah, I, I get uh, advantage on any creature that hasn't taken a turn in combat yet. Oh, well, I guess it's not their turn. And also, Rain gave you advantage anyway, so, yeah. Right, but I would, if I think with Rain's advantage, I would only have it for one attack. With this, mm. I get it on all three attacks. I see. Yeah, I'd say that yeah. works, yeah. So, we're going nice. to fire away at this um, Let's go. nanite lady. Uh, so we're gonna oh, we're gonna go ahead and just make this a sharpshooter shot. Okay. Why not? Yeah, we're not sharpshooter around. Fuck her up. Okay, so that is going to be a twenty-two to hit. That'll hit. Excellent. So yes. for the first hit, that is going to be five plus four is nine plus ten is nineteen damage. Okay. And then we're going to do it again. This one is also going to be a sharpshooter shot. Okay. Oh, yeah, this is fantastic. Uh, that is a 24 to hit. That hits. Okay. Nice. Awesome. <laughs> oh, my God, you guys. <laughs> it slaps. Uh, that is only going to be 16 damage. Okay. And then I'm going to use my third attack. Mm-hmm. This is also going to be a sharpshooter shot. We're going three for three. Three Let's for three, go. baby. Come on, Fuck give me the crit. No, okay. Uh, that is going to be 17 to hit. Uh, 17 will hit. Oh, hell yeah. Okay, hell so on yeah. this one, on my third attack, I'm going to use, I'm going to mark her as a favored foe to give myself uh -huh. a D4. I had advantage, so I get 2D6 from sneak attack, and this is my gloomstalker attack, so I also get a D8. Hell so we're yeah. stacking dammies. <laughs> Roll them dice, baby. Okay, 2d6. Make sure I have oh, everything I, I here. Oh, and I need a d8 too. <laughs> okay, wow. Uh, 1, 2, 3, 9, 14, 15, 16, 21, plus 14 is 35 damage. All right, nice hit. Wow. Um, you see the swarm disrupts as these shots ring out, um, knocking out uh, uh, parts of the nanite swarm, uh, uh, making less of her as she continues. Why are you resisting? Um, she will take her turn now. And you see the nanites flood the room, buzzing all around you. Um, all of you go ahead and make a... I guess fucking Tanya's in here too. God damn it. I'll roll initiative for Tanya. Tanya! Oh, perfect. Okay. <laughs> Tanya, uh, get out of here! <clears throat> Tanya, go, go find her. <laughs> this actually could be quite bad for Tanya. Tanya. Yeah. Um, all of you go ahead and make a uh, dexterity saving throw. If you are within 10 feet of me, which I believe you both are, you can add plus three to this roll. Okay, cool. Hell yeah. As part of my aura of protection. Yes, Aww. thank you. You said dexterity, right? Mm-hmm. 26. Okay. 17. Okay. Three. Great. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't you get the bonus, too? No. Rain. I think you do. I think paladins get the bonus, too. Oh, yeah, I do. So, six. So I don't think it's going to help you. <laughs> no, it's good to know. There it's good go. to know. Yeah. But it is good to know. Thank you. It is. Um, you and uh, Heart and Rain, you will both take 
18 points of necrotic damage. Mm. As these things encompassed you, you are both restrained and you are blind. Mm. Um, you would just look over Xandar and you see your friends covered in these nanites. They weigh them down to the ground as they are all over them. Um, that is going to be heart. Heart, you're blinded and restrained. What is restrained? Um, your speed is reduced to zero. Attacks against you have advantage. Your attacks have disadvantage. Okay. Um, for my action, I'm going to channel divinity and turn my sword into a sacred weapon. Okay. Um, so... Um, it, it starts to glow bright light within a 20 foot radius and dim light 20 feet beyond that becomes a magical weapon. I get to add yes. my intelligence modifier to mm. attacks. Light. Um, oh yeah, you cannot see this light. <laughs> no, but I know that it's, I can feel it. Yes. Um, and I am going to, as my bonus action, cast divine favor. Okay. And that will be my turn. Hell yeah. Um, Do I get to make like a saving throw against? Yeah, at the end of your turn, go ahead and give me a dexterity saving throw. That one, baby. <laughs> so a four. Oh, and heart. <laughs> I will say this should have happened at the top of your turn, but we'll do it right now. These nanites continue to bite into you as they have okay. restrained and blinded you. You'll take an additional 29 points of damage. Okay. Cool. Uh, that's going to be Tanya. I didn't roll this save for Tanya. Let's see. Oh, Tanya's restrained and blinded. Tanya cannot take this damage, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Get her out of there. <laughs> She's still up, yeah. right? Uh, let's see. Give me one second here. I got to look something up. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Uh, okay. 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 Well, yeah, she actually has a def decent track of hit points. Let's see how we do. Um, this is from the initial that I forgot. Um, and from the second. Yeah, you see Tanya screams out and falls to the ground. Um, that is. Tanya's going to attempt to get the fuck out of this. Good. Um, and succeeds. She pulls these things off of her. Yay. Yes. Um, this Let's is go. the end of go, her Tanya. turn, though, that she does this. And she, like, kind of, like, uh, looks like she's, like, almost, like, trying to crawl away. As you look over, those of you that aren't blind, this was Xander. As you look over, mm -hmm. you see tiny, like, cuts all over her oozing blood um, as she's, like, trying to, like, back towards the elevator. I, I, what's happening? Um, that is going to take us back to the top with rain. Rain, at the start of your turn, these things will continue to bite into you. Um, you'll take 21 points of necrotic damage. Okay, ow. I'm really hurt. Um... Okay, so these things are... I can feel that these things are, like, holding me down, right? Like yes. that's how I'm restrained. Is you are restrained. Down to the yeah, they, they are, like, moving, and they have, like, sort of, like, <clears throat> shut you down almost. Okay. I would like to... Uh, 
Misty Step out of their restraint. <laughs> and and Misty Step up in the air and then like click on the boots essentially. Like Oh sure. If, okay. If that's possible. Yeah, I'll give you that. Um and Thanks. and then as I'm in the air, can I see the head still of Tanya? Or are they all nanites now? Of Tanya or Dr. Lohan? I'm sorry, Dr. Lovehan. Uh yeah, yeah. Um you well yeah. I think you moving out of this would end the blinded effect too. So yeah, you can see them. Um, hearts lit up the room and you still have your glowing coins. So there's enough light here. Okay. Oh God, this is such a tough choice. It's Tanya or the, or Dr. Lovehand. I'm going to go Dr. Lovehand here. Okay. And I'm going to try and cast um, banishment on her head. Um, you'll target the whole creature, but yeah. Okay, go for it. Okay, cool. That was the hope. <laughs> that was the hope. <laughs> so she's one being, yes. Okay, good, good, uh, good, good. Banishment. What am I rolling against? Uh, must succeed on a charisma saving throw or be banished. Uh, DC 17 now. Okay, let's see. She gets charisma, you said? Yes. All right. She does get a plus eight to charisma. Oh, wow. Okay, wait, before you roll, let me just make sure I got my stuff prepared, just in case. (laughs) Just in case. (laughs) You know. uh, uh, Can't deny she is magnanimous. (laughs) She is. (laughs) She got us good. (laughs) Okay. Game recognized game. I'm ready. You ready for me to roll? Okay, great. Yeah, I'm ready. I got all my bullshit lined up. Uh, That's an 18 on the die. Uh, let's throw a chronal shift on it. Okay, nice. so that means I, I roll again. Yep. <laughs> nice. Come on. All right, that is, what's your save? 17. 19? Seven. Oh, I, I said 17. You said, oh, shit. Yeah, okay. I was about to say, uh, that's an 11 on the die plus eight. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. See, math is hard. No. Fuck. Damn, that would have been such a fucking move. Uh, that's God wild. damn it. Okay. It fizzles out. The, the dark matter just... Um. Yeah, she looks up to you and she says, Rain, you needed more practice. Um... She's going to use another legendary action in between these turns. Yeah, she's going to look at you, Xandar, and say, drop your weapon, and I release her. And you feel a surge pulse through you, heart, as these things continue to dig into you. Um, I guess I don't have to roll for this. This just happens. Yeah. You take (laughs) 14 points of necrotic damage. And you see a charge of light go from Heart's body, blasting into Love Hand. And you see she's sort of been fortified by that. Um, That takes us to Xandar's turn. That was her legendary action. So she was was saying, uh, drop my weapon and she'll let... Uh, Tanya go? I thought Tanya passed her save. A heart. Oh, okay, got it. Okay. Um, well, I'm gonna take a, a deep breath and then hold my breath to take steady aim as my bonus action. Okay. To give nice. myself advantage here. And then I'll take my first shot as a sharpshooter shot. Okay. Let's go, baby. Let's go. <laughs> that is gonna be, be nine plus 10 is 19. 19 will hit. Sick. 
so this is going to be do 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 use my favorite foe. I had advantage, so I get my sneak attack. Yeah, 15, 19, 23, plus 10, 33 damage. Damn. I pack a bunch. You do, mm -hmm. you do. And I am not finished. Okay. Yes. You said 33? Yeah, that was 33 damage. Okay. Give me one sec here. Okay. All right. What else do you got for me? My second attack, not an advantage, not a sharpshooter shot. Okay, you want this one. <laughs> that is going to be a 23 to hit. 23 hits? Okay, cool. But it's only going to be 12 damage. Okay. Still standing. Um, that is Xandar. That's going to take us back to Dr. Lovehand. Um, she's going to roll to recharge her nanites. These things can self-replicate. Um, and then she can swarm them out again. She needs to roll a six on a d6. That's a two. So instead, <coughs> she will sort of create a whip of these things and lash out at Xandar. Yeah, I bet she will. <laughs> uh, that's an 18 to hit Xander? Yeah, that hits. All right. Uh, oh, and this is probably not ideal for you, Xander, for one big reason. Um, That is going to be seven points of bludgeoning damage as this whip of nanites sort of slaps you. Okay. Um, but you feel yourself, this bludgeoning damage that hits you, you feel something sort of inject into you as it retracts. Um, go ahead and give me a constitution saving throw. This is against okay. poison if you have any resistances to that. I don't think I do. Okay. No, don't forget don't. your plus three. Ooh, but it is going to be, oh, only a 13. Uh, you are poisoned until the okay. end of your next turn. So poisoned gives me disadvantage on attacks? Correct. I believe it's attacks and um, other shit. But disadvantage, yes. Um, We'll look it up if it comes to it. That's, uh, she only missed one attack. Damn. All right, that sucks. Uh, that is Dr. Lovehand. That'll take us to Heart. Heart, you are still inside the swarm. How you looking, babe? Um, I'll tell you what, not great. Okay. That's how I'm looking. Um, I am uh, just yeah, well, going... So the first thing that's going to happen is these things are going to oh, continue man. to eat into you. Chomp, chomp, chomp. For another 27 points of necrotic damage. Um, my sword goes dim <sighs> as I fall unconscious. Oh, oh shit. No. I'm out. And you hear yeah. Dr. Okay. Lovehand say, that could have been avoided. All of this has been predicted. Um, and that'll take us to Tanya. Tanya has no fucking clue what to do in this situation. Get out. <laughs> do you all that, Ed, Tanya? Yeah. Um, she'll, like, look at you. Um, she'll, uh, you say, like, as she gets up and all these, like, scars all over her, all of Tanya sort of melts away and you just sort of see this blue creature 
This like this solid like kind of blue creature with these pupilless white eyes still like dripping in blood, like holding itself. Um, it looks at you, sorry. And it sort of like starts running towards the elevator. Um, that is Tanya. That'll take us back to the top of initiative. I think she will deploy her legendary action again here. And she is going to... Are we having fun? (laughs) (laughs) She is going to... I think I've done over 100 damage. Yeah, you listen, (laughs) you're kind of killing. And let me tell you, she's taking notice that you are a problem, so she's going to blast again. All these blasts are coming straight for you, Xandar. Uh, These are three attacks. Not her best move, but reliable. Um, The first is a dirty 20. Yep. The second is um, a natural 19 plus her modifier. I'm sure that hits you. Mm-hmm. And the third. The third. 16. Uh, that is my AC. So meets it, beats it, I guess. Okay. Damn it. <laughs> well, we had a good run. Yeah. Hey, I hope you all enjoyed listening to my podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think this did too much damage the first time it happened. Uh, no, but they were targeted at all three of you. These, all three of these are coming straight for you, though. Yeah, so it yeah, might that's be. Fine, that's fine, but. A little bit more I understand. <laughs> 26. 26 points of force damage. Okay. Um, As they. Blast you three times. Um, you see, like you've done a lot of damage to her. It seems like she's trying to figure out what to do with the nanites she has left. Uh, but she's still lethal. Um, oh, and she's gonna roll. Oh no, it wasn't her turn. So that's right. That's right. I'm so sorry. I was about to fucking go nuts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, two questions. The first is, um, how hurt does she look? Does she look like fucked up or? It's hard to tell. You can just tell that her mass has been affected. You see a bunch of like inactive nanites have sort of landed on the ground all around, Uh, but she's definitely still a threat. Okay. And then the other question is, um, is, is the device that's controlling the nanites visible or is it like a part of her, maybe of her brain or something like that? So I I won't make you roll a check for this. This is kind of your wheelhouse reign. She is the nanite. Like the, the, you are, all of these things are Doctor Lovehand. Lovehand is the nanites, and ha- I will actually, Rain, give you a free insight check right now. Okay, sweet. Take it. Uh, Fourteen. You remember at the beginning of this combat that her hand was missing, um, and now that you see that she's able to like sort of operate parts of her body individually, it occurs to you to wonder where that is. Oh, God. Um, ah, Jesus Christ. Killer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, like, here's the thing. That would take a whole maybe, like, two turns to look for it. So I think what I'm going to do is... And I don't really have a lot of time left. Um, I'm going to shoot her with a fireball. 
a, a, like a, a full-ass fireball? Full-ass fucking fireball. Um, she is within 10 feet of Xandar. I think that could be... You know what? Fuck it. I think if you if you do it back in her cell and catch her with the edge of it, I think it would be fine. Go for it. Yeah, I want to... Like, obviously, if Xandar's in the way, I don't think I would do it. But if, if I were feasibly able to do it where I'm just blasting her, I would like to... I think it's close enough to, like, for Xandar to feel the flames on his eyebrows, but... I will, I'll, I'll allow it. Okay. At least I'm feeling something. <laughs> <laughs> this is dexterity save, another skill that she's pretty good at. Let's see what happens. DC 17. Damn, uh, that is only a 12. Yes. yes. Let's go. Friar. Friar. I hardly know her. I only have one D6 with me right now, so I gotta do a calculator. It's gonna take me a second. It's 86, so we got. He's a dice roller. Sorry. (laughs) Goddamn. Again! (laughs) Again! Again! Last one. So that is uh, 36 fire damage. Holy fuck. Okay, wow. Fireball works. Uh, 36, you say? Mm-hmm. Massive so I practiced this one. <laughs> Massive explosion rings out. She didn't see that coming. She kind of had disregarded you, Rain, who was focusing in on Xandar, who's been dealing the most amount of damage. And as that fireball okay. goes off, you see much of her body... <laughs> is blown away. She's still standing on the that hurt. And she looks like a little, you can tell she looks a little panicked now. Well, perhaps not panicked, but she's concerned. Um, is that it for you, Rain? Um, yeah, yes. That's my turn. Okay. Then she used her legendary action at the top, so that's going to take us to Sandar. All right, I'm gonna uh, quick. Wait, do I? Uh, you are not at. Yeah, we haven't hit you again yet. Okay. Yeah. Again. Well, since you've fallen. It's not your turn. <laughs> okay. Not your turn. It's, it's my fucking turn. I got turn. confused with the legendary actions. I didn't know what was going it's on. It's not your turn. <laughs> you know what? Maybe I won't run over to you and use a second level cure wounds. Psych. That's exactly what I'm gonna to. do. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. Heal fucking got him. We heal our friends here. Uh, so that is going to bring you back for... What's my modifier? Uh, 14. You get 14 Heart. HPs. Heart Thanks. is back. Heart is back. They're back. They're back. <laughs> Anything else for you, Xander? Uh, no. No. At the end of your turn, your vision starts to clear as you pass the poison through your system. Um... That's going to take us to love hand. She really does. If she gets the swarm back, it's probably over for y'all. She's, she's going to try to get back. She needs a six on this D6. What? Damn, that's a four. Fuck. Yes. Uh, okay. Let's go. What's a lady to void do? Master tells you it's going to be over for you. I know. <laughs> so funny. It's so ominous. Yeah, so <laughs> so matter-of-factly. We're supposed to record episodes tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. What is she gonna do? Okay, she's in trouble. She's in trouble. Hearts and easy out, and hearts next. 
So she's going to go for her. Okay. No, not okay. And she's going to keep her distance and go with the... Uh, <laughs> not Eldritch Blast, but that cool thing I said <laughs> where these nanites <laughs> move around and fire blazers. <laughs> oh, yeah. You yeah. Know, yeah. Right. Um, the nanite blast. Nanite blast. Um, She says, <laughs> it doesn't really matter what happens to me. You're just prolonging the unmalvitable. Uh, those are some bad rolls. Um, that was a cool thing to say, bad rolls. <laughs> Did we say that to her? Uh, 17. To hit me? To hit heart. Um, no, because I have my shield out. Okay, and then the other one is... 24. That will hit me. The other one was a natural three. That's not going anywhere. Perhaps heart is not an easy out. Um, <laughs> We'll see. Maybe I should have casted one of these other fucking spells. Who knows? Who knows what I could do? Um, That is seven points of damage to heart. Phew. As this thing fires off. Um, I didn't look up what this thing does. Spells are hard for DMs. Listen, all you DMs in the chat. Listen. It's hard. All right. Yeah. I don't want to read a bunch Just of shit. Just don't use them. Yeah. Um, use the club. That is Dr. Lovehand. That's going to, Dr. Lovehand is going to square off with heart. Heart, you are free and clear. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm gonna get up uh, with my with my sword, um, and I am going to swing at her. All right. Let's see. <gasps> Not twenty. Whoa. Let's go. Yes. <laughs> smite thee, yes. oh smitey smiter. One hundred percent. I'm gonna use. Um, I'm gonna use a second level spell slot to smite her. Um, so let me grab ass. all my little. Let me grab all my little dice. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what a bummer for me. And the Lord yeah. said it's upon you. Smite her ass. <laughs> Smite her ass. It's over for me. Okay. Well, it might be. There you go. <laughs> now I'm digging. Digging through their grubby little dice bag. It's two. Your little dice burger. Two. Is she an undead or a fiend? No. Damn. Sorry. Worth a shot. God. Yes! Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, Take your time. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That is going to be 32 points of damage. Yes. Radiant, by the way, if that matters. Are you... Actually, I want you to tell me how you do it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes! <laughs> this is a crit. This is your crit. You tell me how you do. Okay. Um, it's 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 like it is it is immediate and swift and decisive. Like Xandar comes over and revives me, um, and I am like I get like attacked again, like pus, 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 and then I I stand up and in just like a very fluid motion, just cut her head clean in half. Yes. Like diagonal yeah, along Yeah, the it does. And you see like the, the top half like hovers for a second and poof, crashes down into a pile of nanites on the ground. Um, as she falls, you hear like sort of um, whispering from uh, these nanites that are still active. <sighs> I actually liked you for him, Art. I think you could have made him happy. 
I wish things turned out differently. Um, you see Hart just like a small cloud of these nanites erupts from the um, remains of Dr. Lovehand. Um, it can't even really be called Dr. Lovehand anymore. It's just like a cloud of these bugs, um, metal bugs, that are swarming up in the air. Um, that was uh, one of your attacks. Uh, you can proceed if you want to. Uh, tell me what you do. It's still your turn. Um, are we still in initiative? Like these, these bugs are... Uh, these bugs are there, so I'm going to keep initiative. Um, they, it does seem to be that there is a small part of her that's still alive. Um, okay, well, I can attack again. Okay. Well, I'm going to. I'm going to try. I'm going to do that. Uh, that will be a dirty 20. That'll hit. Nice. Um, mm. I'm not going to smite on this one, but I will roll. Uh, that's going to be 13 points of radiant damage. Okay. Um, I'm going to use my action surge. Let's go. I'm going to hit him again. All right. Hit it again. Hit him again. Uh, that will be a uh, 21 to hit. That'll hit. Um, and I will smite on this one, which is the first level. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I want Let's this do shit it. Over. <laughs> Blow them up. Um. These two. Uh, that'll be twenty points of radiant damage. Ah uh, yes. Um. You dispel the swarm it, as quickly as it kind of erupts. It like vaguely takes the shape of a face, and you, in two quick strikes, <sighs> dispatch it. Um, as that happens, initiative does break and you see pff, the lights come back on red and you hear sirens going off all over the ship, um, calling uh, a crew to, to battle stations. Um, sick. I'm going to uh, turn very quickly and place my hands on one on Rain's shoulder and one on Xandar's shoulder. Um, and I'm going to give you each 15 hit points oh, using my uh, lay on hands. Thank you, I needed that so bad. I figured. <laughs> My sweet peach. <laughs> um, as these are going off, you see uh, Tanya has not completely abandoned you. She's like like hiding in the elevator. Um, she motions over um, in this new form uh, and says, quickly, we have to get out of here. Yeah, well, I'll run. We'll run over to her, and I'll like. If she's clearly wounded and exasperated, yeah. so I'll kind of like provide her support physically, and in that, cast a cure wounds on her. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'll get her other side. So that. So that'll be uh, eight. Okay. Nice. Eight hit points yeah. for Tanya. That, that'll help Tanya out a lot. Um, you see, like, as, like, the elevator closes and starts going up, uh, Tanya keeps, like, trying to, like, kind of regain her form, but it's just, like, a little too, like, out of it to fully get it. There's just, like, patches of her are still blue. Um, she sort of turns around and she's like, just don't, please don't look at me. Just don't look at me. I mean, yeah, sure, whatever, sure, yeah. Whatever you want, yeah. Just, I take my jacket off, I cover Tanya up so she has a little bit of privacy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I couldn't have been more help. Don't be sorry. Negative. We shouldn't have put you in that position in the first place. 
Um, the elevator gets to the top floor, and as you come out, you see orcs um, and other crew members sort of running around um, the crew uh, deck trying to... It looks like they're heading towards different stations. Uh, you know how to get back to the main room where you first met Artemis from here. Uh, Hart, you will see Dahl, the... Um, Void Forge you saw earlier, sort of like wandering around, looking like lost and confused in this room as people like sort of are moving around. Um, I'll like wave it over. Oh, hello. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> we are in a battle. Oh, I see. I can't find Blue. Affirmative. Would you like to come with us? Perhaps Blue will be with Artemis. Okay, I'll come with you. Um, I will pick them up in my little hand. Orphan acquired! I was just about to say the same thing! I was just about to say the same thing. Yeah, you unlock an Xbox 360 achievement. You collected all three orphans. We've got to get get Hart like an unmarked white van or something. Or something, I don't know. Call me Miss Honey. I am yoinking them up left and right. Um, <laughs> you walk into the main chamber. So that's where you had to write. I don't want to put words in your mouth. Yeah. Okay. Yep. You walk into the main chamber and you see um, different orcs at different positions here uh, 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 working on something. Uh, you see red lights, um, uh, little bouts of electricity sort of sparking in this room. Um, Artemis is like uh, in the center, like kind of barking commands. She looks over at all of you um, and she like kind of sees the state you're in. Uh, she says... Um, it's always interesting around here. Um, all of you roll me a perception check. Okay. Yeah. 24. Not bad. 19. 15. Uh, Ray, Ray, I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Oh, I got a 19. Oh, hell yeah. Then all of you will notice, kind of near the control station, and it doesn't seem like Artemis has paid it much mind, you see a pile of those same dead nanites. Um, she actually kind of like walks through it and scatters them. Um, and as you all notice that, you look up towards the ceiling. Something just sort of draws you up there, and you see the void dragon sort of hanging upside down on the ceiling. And you see electricity, red electricity, sort of coursing through it. And all the orcs sort of drop what they're doing and look up, and the um, void dragon looks down at you. Well, hey there, Voidfarer. What do you think of my new dicks? God damn it. And that's where we'll stop. Fuck! No! Oh my god! That's my friend! Get out of my friend! Get out of my friend! God damn it. Motherfucker. Shit! So mad. Uh, Bianca, if we want people to get out of our friends... (laughs) If our friends have dark passengers that need to be revoked, uh, where can they go? Um, (laughs) Instagram. Um, You can um, come talk to us on social media, you guys, please. Uh, We're uh, across the internet at The Pod Has Been Cast on Instagram, Reddit, YouTube, Patreon, and our website. And you can find us on Twitter and TikTok at The PHB Cast. Um, You can use all of those social media websites to beg Jules to get that dragon back to normal. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, are there any regular dragons that we need to be saying thank you to this week, Carlos? 
Yeah, we're going to say uh, thank you to Matthew Munoz again because uh, the song that we used for The Void Dragon was written by Matthew Munoz. And mm-hmm. uh, the people that are on our Patreon are able to hear the song. We post pretty much all of the original music that we have for them on there. So if you are one of us, if great, enjoy it. If not, um, please join and you can listen to all the songs. But if you want to hear the Void Dragon theme, if you go to Matthew Munoz's website, uh, there is a song on there. It's called The Pot Has Been Cast One. That is the theme we use for the Void Dragon. Um, uh, go to MatthewMunozMusic.com uh, and then you can check that out there. Hell yeah. Welcome back to the Hall of Patience. Fuck me. Welcome back to the Hall of Patrons, the most patient place on earth. I'm your tour guide, Jules. I sit next to this milk and honey bubble bath. <laughs> Dipping mm. my little toesies and my little piggies mm, in the yeah. milk and <laughs> honey bubble bath. I don't know what makes the bubbles. <laughs> you don't want to know. You, you don't want to know. You don't want to know. But it, whatever it is, it is uh, fully from our Patreons, and that's why we love it so much. I get high off that shit, and I dip my toesies right into that sticky, sticky milk and honey. I'm talking about our sticky, sticky milk and honey patrons like Emily B, Luca. Eric Payne, Desmond Universe, Warren Daly, Jonathan Yatsky, Arlo Howard, Adrian, the bad boy of the internet, Olives, Todd Allworm, Michael Sepcott, Matt Hunter, Sam Weissman Holler, Platinum Sky Lounge member, Zach Schley, Zachary S. Zimbal, Time Turner, Aaron Sillick, David Moreland, Thomas Boeing, Sarah Witherington, Elijah Sloan, Sarah Harrison, Jerrica Hookie, Hannah Beeler, Zelda S., Rhea Strong, Nick Bromley, and of course, my big brother, Juan. Some of these Patreons, man, they've been with us since the very beginning. We're so yeah. happy to have you along for this ride as we venture ever closer to the finale. This pod has been cast. I'm saying it here first, folks. We're getting close to the end. And yeah. um, mm-hmm. it's, been a, it's been a wild ride. Um, and there's still time for you to hop on over to Patreon.com. Show us your support or wherever you, you can. Uh, give us a little bit of love. I, I, if you really need a little bit of love, I, I can recommend one one place, one place where you can go if you just need like a little kissy, and that's Robert's Corner. Yeah, little kissies. Mm. <coughs> uh, if you're listening to this show, I think it's safe to assume you're a fan of sci-fi. Uh, and mm. I just read Stranger in a Strange Land for the first time, which is like a Ooh. sci-fi classic. I think it was actually like the first ever sci-fi book to make the New York Times bestseller list. Um, so, yeah, I thought it was great. Check it out if you like oh, sci-fi. Yeah. Definitely read it. Read up, nerds. It's book time. It's book time. All right. I'll take your toys and get the fuck out of my house. Okay, okay bye. bye.